Hi, this is Eddie Beeson. You're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. I was Mandark in Dexter's laboratory. Ha 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 ha. What's up, guys? Christopher Stolle. Welcome to a rebirth of What's in My Head podcast for Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment. First and foremost, of course, guys, Happy New Year. It is New Year's Eve. Uh, we're a couple hours away here on the East Coast from the ball dropping. And I wanted to take an opportunity to be able to speak to you guys on New Year's Eve. We are making plans of doing a year in review tomorrow night. Or tomorrow afternoon uh, with some of the other members of Breaking the Fourth Wall. But nobody was available tonight, obviously, because they're out uh, celebrating and getting ready for the uh, ball drop. So since I'm a guy who sits at home and does nothing, goes nowhere, and uh, really has already lived his party days. Here I am to talk to you guys about my points of view within uh, 2021. And... uh, I just want to preface that this with uh, the first and foremost things. These are my views and points uh, of opinion. I don't want this to reflect on um, breaking the fourth wall entertainment. I don't want this to reflect on anybody else. If they share my views, it's on them. If they don't share my views, it's also on them. Um, but my views are my own. So uh, if you don't like what I have to say, that that's fine. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but please don't take it out on any other member of Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment. The second thing I want to get out of the way before we discuss this is, uh, unfortunately, a couple hours ago, we had received uh, the worst possible news for the final day of 2021. You know, it uh, very much was kind of a kick in the balls uh, after this whole entire year and everything that's going on. With the passing of the great legend, Betty White. Only weeks away from her 100th birthday, unfortunately, she died uh, at home. From the reports that I've read thus far, they have not given a cause of death, but she was found in her own, in her home, 99 years old, New Year's Eve. Um, I'll tell you, honestly, to me, it's been a complete and crushing blow. Uh, simply because of the fact that uh, Betty has entertained the world for so many years. Uh, her kind heart and work with animals uh, for much of that time, uh, whether it was the Golden Girls or Hot in uh, Cincinnati or her appearances on things like the Match Game and, and uh, uh, Password, Betty always brought a smile to people's faces, a, just a warm, caring person. I never met her personally, but just judging off of everything I've ever seen, uh, she has always been a very warm-hearted and caring person. And again, especially I base that on her work with animals. Uh, honestly, the best way I could think anybody could ever uh, <clears throat> honor Betty would be um, if you really wanted to honor her give to the Humane Society, give to uh, the SPCA, give to animal shelters, uh, no-kill animal shelters. That I think, I think a donation in Betty's name would be the greatest way to honor her. Uh, 
and I say that without any thoughts of any like you know uh, return for for this channel or or this podcast in any way, shape, or form. It's just it seems to me like the right thing to do to honor Betty White. Um, so there's no promo codes, no links in the description, none of that. I'm not looking for any type of uh, of uh, acknowledgement that I said this. I just simply think that it would be a good thing to do. With that said, thank you very much, Betty White. You know, um, you will be sorely, sorely missed. This world didn't deserve you. All right, on to my thoughts. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did the with the repositioning of my uh, uh, of my desk. I keep looking up at the monitor, which is straight ahead to me. But to you guys, it's a new position for the camera because of the monitor. So instead of looking at the camera, which used to sit on top of my monitor, it's now sitting below it, so I keep forgetting to look down at the camera. So forgive me, in the next couple of videos that we do, I've got to get used to the new position of the camera. So that's, and you got, you got to learn to talk to the audience, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> all right, so my thoughts on 2021. Uh, this one's going to be relatively short and sweet. Because I think I can go into more detail when I have the panel around me tomorrow. But overall, this year has been... I'm trying to find a nice way to put this. It's been a hot mess. I mean, between COVID, Delta, and and Omicron vi uh, viruses, the, the bullshit with... Uh, with Anthony Fauci and his flip-flopping and thinking he is the, you know, he is science, so you have to trust him and never question it, you know, to to the absolute fiasco of the first year of Joe Biden's presidency, to idiots like Ilhan Omar and AOC and Kamala Harris and the, the, the constant riots uh, that have been going on since 2020, but, you know, the constant riot riots and the... Uh, lawlessness in the streets the uh the mandates mandatory mandates which i will be speaking on one that's going to be kicking in in 2022 which is making 2022 just as terrible here in philadelphia if not worse i'll be speaking on that in a minute but i mean the mandates the uh the forced vaccinations and and just in general this has been a dark time in the united states of america and around the world too but especially around the united states of america <clears throat> and it's funny because i never wanted to be like a news commentator or a political commentator when i started podcasting when i started breaking the fourth wall entertainment i wanted breaking the fourth wall to be about entertainment i wanted it to be about you know Bitching about movies and, and uh, looking forward to the next Metallica album or, you know, whatever the case may be. That, that, was, that was the initial goal of breaking the fourth wall. But especially this year, it's just, it's hard to avoid, you know. And, and I don't want to avoid it because I want to be informed in the world. I want to know what's going on and... The more I pay attention, the more I see how fucked things are. And it has really made it that much more of a dark year. You know, whether I'm watching Fox News or CNN, whether I'm listening to Greg Gutfeld or, or uh, Brian Stelter or, or whatever else, it's, it's, 
it's horrible news all the time. It's fear-mongering all the time. It's misinformation all the time. And it's, you know, it's been that way for the past couple of years, especially when Donald Trump took office. I know, that's a, that's a trigger word. Straw man, people fucking love. Nah, dude. With the way Trump was treated before he even did anything in office, but yet we make excuses for Biden, who has done nothing but destroy that office. You have your proof that the mainstream media is not on the side of truth. It is on the side of political gain. You know, and that, that's both sides. Fox News for the conservatives and pretty much all the rest of them for the liberals. None of them are telling you the truth. You know, and, and it's disheartening. You have to dig, dig and dig and dig to get the truth. And when you get the truth, people don't want to hear it. You know what I mean? Because either... We have to live in a society that wants to bow down to wokeness, CRT, and, and uh, critical race theory. Or not critical race, I just said that twice. Uh, CRT or political correctness. Or you're labeled a racist or a nationalist or, or whatever. Like, you know, and that one kind of bothers me. The nationalist kind of bothers me even more than the racist one. Because since when is it a bad thing to take pride in your country and want to see your country succeed? Yeah, I've I've never understood any of that, but I mean, this is what has been bombarded on this con uh, on this country daily by the mainstream media. Not even to mention celebrities and sports stars. And again, I'm not speaking anything new. It's been going on before 2021, but it's really come to a head this year, where you know we have dancing monkeys telling us how we should think and how we should live. You know, um. Case in point, I refuse to see the new uh, Toon, Toon Squad, uh, 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 Space Jam, that's the word I'm looking for. I refuse to see the new Space Jam movie because of LeBron James. Not because I have a problem with LeBron James as a sports athlete or that I think he sucks as an actor. I don't really know. But his political points of view have been so terrible and so dividing that I refuse to support anything he's involved with. And you know what sucks about that is I love the Looney Tunes. I love the original Space Jam. I want to be able to watch the second one, but because he's in it, I never will put it in a DVD player or a Blu-ray player or pull it up on, on streaming. I will, I will never help him earn a dime. Because he's that much of a piece of shit. His, his marks, his remarks and his, his actions and his words and the way he has downed other people who do not share his opinion has been nothing short of disgraceful. Especially when you're an overgrown child who makes his money dribbling a ball. Who the hell are you to tell anybody you know, what's right or wrong in the world. Just, you know, dance for the change. Ask the organ grinder to play a second song. You know what I mean? It, it, to show that I'm not an hypocrite in this statement, I will say it straight out in turn. You guys should take what I say to a grain of salt. I'm no fucking celebrity. And even if I was a celebrity, I'm nobody to tell you how to live or how to think. I will tell you what I think. I will tell you how I live. I will tell you how I view things. But I do not expect you to live the same way I do, to think the same way I do. 
I'm not arrogant enough to believe that I should influence your life and decision making. I tell you what I think. I tell you my opinion. Simply for you to make the best judgment and decisions possible with all the information that I and others may give you and then you yourself do your own research and come to your own conclusions. That is what I hope comes from episodes like this. But overall, I don't want to be somebody's role model. I don't want to be somebody's source of information. And I sure as shit am not going to be somebody who turns around and tells you how you live your life. But that has been the year we have left, lived with so far. Is Everybody wants to tell you how to live, how to think, how to behave, how to dress, what music to listen to, what video... Uh, Movies to watch, what video games you should or should not play, who you should vote for, Democrat or Republican, who you should support, Dr. Fauci or, 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 or you know, natural selection. Uh, same with the, 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 the vaccine and the mandates, whether, you know, whether vaccines work or not. You know, if you think they do, then you're thinking right. But if you think they don't, and you, even though you give valid arguments to why you think they don't, then you're a hypocrite and you're wrong and you should be shunned from society and cancel culture and all these fucking terrible things. And what people don't seem to understand is every single bit of what I just said has destroyed this year for so many people. Because it has caused rifts. It has caused divides. It has caused people to hate people simply because of what they think and believe. Which they are entitled to do. You know, people are allowed to think what they want to think. They are allowed to believe what they want to believe. I don't have to agree with it. You don't have to agree with it. But we neither of us have the right to stop somebody from saying or thinking what they believe. There is no such thing as hate speech. Just speech you hate. There is no such thing as hate speech. It's just you got offended. Get over it. This place used to be a much more wonderful place to live. It really did. This country, this world, even before the internet, even, even, well, no, even during the internet, even during the influencer stage, of course you got people who want to troll on, on comments or, or on your Facebook feed or on your Instagram feed. Those are just lonely people living in their parents' basement. You know, their, their, their opinions really aren't valid. But now we've started validating the trolls. Now everybody worries about how court of public opinion views us I don't give a fuck every one of you can give me a thumbs down on this video you can give me hateful comments all you want call me a Nazi I've heard it before call me a racist I've heard it before you know what you don't if you call me those words you don't know me and if you think those words fit it really kind of speaks more to your ignorance than the mine because never once in my videos, never once in my commentaries, never once in my opinion pieces have I ever been disrespectful to somebody's race, disrespectful to somebody's religion, disrespectful to somebody's political point of view, disrespectful to somebody's life choices. 
does that mean I won't call out somebody who's acting stupid? No, no, of course I'm going to call out when you're acting stupid. That's not racially charged or, or politically charged. That is simply you need to rethink your life or you need to rethink your opinion. But never once have I ever been somebody who has a problem with somebody based on the color of their skin, based on their sexual orientation or political points of view, or or even on the fact of, of like, you know, uh, sexuality or, or what pronouns, they, even though I think the pronoun thing is absolutely retarded. I've never dogged somebody if they have... A different opinion. If they believe there should be Zizer and they, them, and all, power to you. I think it's dumb, but I'm not going to bash you for believing different. And I think we need, in 2022, I think we need to get back to those types of mentalities. It's like, look, I may not agree with what you think or what you say, but I defend your right to think and say it. And I think that's what we need to get back to in 2022. We've lost that somewhere along the line. But we also need to start taking back some of the responsibility of, 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 this, of our cities, of our communities, of our world. Of, you know, stopping these school boards from teaching something that kids don't need to learn. We need to take back the streets and put the power back in the hands of the police officers and away from the hands of the criminals. We need to start voting out these, these politicians... Uh, governors and mayors that are allowing our cities to be destroyed in the name of diversity or whatever whatever excuse they use instead of actually prosecuting crimes based on the fact that they are crimes you know we need we need to get back to a world where people can just live i think that was lost Especially in 2021, and I think we need it back in 2022. I think American people, the American people need to start saying enough is enough with these things. And I'm going to start right now with what is supposed to start taking place this Monday. Here in Philadelphia, I don't know how it is in your city or your state, you know, but if it's anything like what they're uh, uh, putting into place this Monday... And this is reported by uh, Channel 6 ABC Action News that Phil, the city of Philadelphia is now going to be enforcing uh, vaccination. Uh, man, I'm going to pull it up here. Give me give me a minute here. I'm, I'm getting the uh, information up so that way I could uh, give you it as accurately as I can here. I'm doing it on my phone just because it's faster than trying to pull it up on the computer. So bear with me a minute. Alright, here it is. Philadelphia new COVID-19 vaccination requirement for indoor dining begins Monday. Philadelphia is now averaging more than 2,000 new COVID-19 cases per day. This is what they reported today at 6.36 p.m., guys, so so bear with me here. Uh, Beginning Monday, January 3rd, as part of a phased rollout, uh, patrons will have to show proof of a COVID-19 vaccine to eat inside a restaurant or food establishment in Philadelphia. Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Cheryl Betagoli, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, so forgive me if I, I screwed that up, uh, said the mandate is meant to help prevent another shutdown of indoor dining. For the first two weeks of the mandate, 
through January 17th. Establishments, establishments may choose to accept proof of, a, of the negative COVID test in lieu of proof of vaccination. That negative COVID test must have been for the last 24 hours, she said, when announcing the mandate. After January 17th, negative COVID tests will no longer be accepted. Patrons will have to show their vaccination card and a form of government ID. You need a driver's license and proof of getting three needles to go eat at McDonald's. Think about that. The city mandate also allows some extra time for children ages 5 to 11 and employees to get vaccinated. The city is asking that those groups have a first dose by January 3rd and a second dose by February 3rd. The requirement does not apply to people who are exempted from uh, vaccinations, including children under five or people with proven medical or religious exemptions. But those with exemptions and children between two and five years old will require to are required to pre uh, present a negative COVID test taken within 24 hours to entering establishments that seat more than a thousand people covered by the requirement. Philly officials say the mandate applies to the following set, uh, settings that serve food. And now here we go into the list for you guys to know what what Philadelphia is now saying. You have to show an ID and proof that you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated. These are the places you have you have to have that. Indoor restaurant spaces, cafes with larger spaces like museums. Bars, sporting events that serve food or drink on-site consumption, like the Wells Fargo Center. Movie theaters, bowling alleys, other entertainment venues that serve food or drink uh, for on-site consumption. Conventions, catering halls, casinos, food court seating areas should be uh, cordoned off and have someone checking vaccine status on entry to the seating area. <coughs> then they just talk about the 2,000 new cases per day uh, of COVID. First off, the 2,000 cases they're seeing per day is apparently the Omicron variant, which even Dr. Fauci has stated is pretty much a 100% survivable uh, variant of of. Uh, of uh, COVID because of the fact that it, it's pretty much it's the common cold. Okay, the, the symptoms of it is scratchy throat, runny nose, and a, a, a headache. It's the cold. It's 100% survivable, but everybody's getting it. During the wintertime when we're supposed to be cold and freezing, but yet we've had up and down temperatures, especially here in Philadelphia, for the past couple weeks, yeah, people are getting sick. Surprise! Number one. Number two, I completely, totally, and utterly disagree with this vaccination proof card bullshit. I don't agree with the ID either, but I especially am against the vaccination card. And it isn't because of, you know, uh, the fact that it bears very much simulations, uh, similarities to the last time we decided that you have to show your papers to do anything. We, we all remember that, right? We still teach that in school about the last time a group of people said you have to have papers to verify you and validate you. Anybody remember that? I think it, I think it was sometime in the 1930s and 1940s over in Europe. 
Uh, there was a guy with a funny mustache. You, you might remember that. Yeah, we're back to that right now. Number one. And number two, you know, that's not even my reason for hating it. it my reason for hating it is, is it's none of your fucking business whether I'm vaccinated or not. It is none of your fucking business. There is a such thing as doctor-patient confidentiality. The only person who needs to know I am vaccinated in any way, shape, or form, whether I'm vaccinated or not, is my doctor, my physician, my hospital if I'm going into the emergency room. Because the doctor is the one who needs to know. The fucking dumb bimbo who who uh, welcomes you at Applebee's has no right to fucking ask me for that and I refuse in any way shape or form to ever give you that information because what's next do I gotta give show you an AIDS test every time I piss in the public restroom you know what what else what else am I supposed to show you know uh do I have to give a TB test to get my fucking clothes dry cleaned you know um it, this is stupid. This is retarded. This is this is control beyond, that is completely outrage beyond outrageous. Look, I know COVID's a thing. I don't think Delta is a thing. I don't think Omicron's a thing. But I know COVID nineteen is a thing. I know for a fact COVID nineteen in general is a thing, and it's scary and it's got to be handled. And I understand that. But I'm talking about giving away your rights. Which is exactly what presenting a vaccination card is. Because it is nobody's business. It's not even a lawyer's business. It's not even a cop's business. It's not even a judge's business. To ask for anybody's medical record. Because that is a doctor-patient confidentiality. No restaurant. None. Who asks for this card will get my service, regardless of whether I'm fully vaccinated or not. I'm not going to tell you whether I am or not because it's none of your fucking business. The same as it's none of their fucking business. But I will tell you this: your choice. You want to try to force this 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 uh, totalitarian bullshit on me? Then you force me to never, ever visit your establishment again, ever. Even when all this is over and everything goes back to normal, you have lost the customer for life. Not only have you lost the customer for life, but I will preach it to anybody who will listen to me and cost you even more customers. I want to see, if you try to force this shit, I want to see your business fail. It's literally that simple. I want to see your business fail. Because you don't deserve to have a business. If you think you have the right in any way, shape, or form to turn around and violate somebody else's privilege or privacy, you are in the wrong. You have a right to defend your, your, uh, defend your, your, your uh, employees from infection. That's why you wear masks. That's why you wear gloves. That's why you limit seating. You've done it. You do not have a right to know somebody else's medical records. Which a vaccine medical card is. You do not have that right. That is not protecting your employees. That is violating somebody else's privacy. You do not have that right. So fuck you and your business. If you do that. And fuck you to the governments that are enforcing that. Like Jim Kenney and Tom Wolf here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Fuck you.
I hope you get run over by a fucking horse-drawn beer truck. It's, it's wrong. It's ridiculous. And it's not the way to start 2022. It does not give me high hopes for 2022. But that's enough for me, guys. What do you think? Uh, I hope you join us tomorrow for Breaking the Fourth Wall Entertainment where we'll go more into review about the year. Until then, guys, be safe. Please keep it clean out there. Don't cause trouble. Don't get involved with trouble. And hopefully no trouble finds you. If you're drinking, make sure you have a designated driver. And, guys, keep it clean. Keep it safe. And keep it respectable. And I hope that you have a blessed New Year's Eve and an even more blessed 2022. Have a good night.